0: I was always attuned to the spiritual, to music. I don't remember too much from that time period, bad stuff that was going on. But that's the one thing I remember was listening to the river when I was four years old. I don't remember much, sadly, due to Mm -hmm. the abuse that went on during that time. But I do remember listening to the river, the whole thing. That's music and what happened to me, it was intertwined because it helped me to deal with it all these years. Even to this day, I blast Bruce's music every single day. Not all day, but it was more therapy for me.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is a wonderful uh, new guest from the music industry, uh, Kimba Wiggins. Kimba, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. So tell us a little about yourself.
0: Um, I was born to a single mother on June 1st, 1983. It wasn't under the nicest circumstances. There mm. was some abuse going on, but mm. all I had was Bruce's music and my grandmother, who sadly passed away in 2001, almost 20 years ago. She was the one that would have me listen to her old hi-fi stereo set. Yes, of- ma'am. And she got from a great-grandmother in the, in the seven, 75. And wow. I used to listen to that from 83 until it broke down in 2009 for the final time.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, all, all us kids in the ghetto, because I'm from Brooklyn. Okay. And we, all we would do was listen to Bruce's music. We were the ones that were weird for listening to them. <laughs> but I'm thankful that I have. I've gotten to as I gotten older, I appreciate his music more and more. Like as now I'm almost 40. Now I understand some of his songs in a much more deeper way, more like, like I lived life. So I understand many of his songs now that I'm 40, 38 with a 19-year-old son.
1: You know, Kimba, I I've I've had a guest on that says that you can't really understand tunnel of love until you've had your heart broken a couple of times or you've been in a serious relationship for a long time right um and i think there's other songs that are exactly like right that i I think till you're a parent independence day doesn't mean the much the same to you if you're just someone young you know listening to the river and and have not had that experience so i totally i i agree um You know, you've kind of answered my first question, but I'm going to ask it in a different way. Um, So growing up in Brooklyn, it sounds like music was very important to you.
0: Yes. I wasn't allowed to listen to rap, hip hop, none of it. It was only 50s music up until the 80s. That's how my grandmother and my great grandmother was. She died when I was five years old, but my grandmother who inherited the hi-fi stereo system from her when she passed in November 1988? Mm-hmm. And we used had me sitting in front of it with my head forehead to the speaker. Yeah, because <laughs> I was a I grew up on the autism spectrum, but I didn't know it okay. until I was in the dump. I didn't know. Yeah,
1: did what? What kind of music was your grandmother playing for you? You've mentioned 15, Bruce, but what other music?
0: oldies, hip not hip, folk, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, some 90s, but she was very particular to the 60s and 70s. Okay. She was born in 1939. Okay. So that's what I listened to. We got in trouble as kids if we listened to rap and hip-hop. She was from the old school. That's how it was.
1: Okay. Um, I also
0: listened to um, other artists like Creedence water revival, John Fogerty, cuz that's the type of music that I grew up on. Okay. I, oh. Yes.
1: The um the, and and you said that made you kind of separate from the other kids in your neighborhood, huh?
0: Yeah, I was teased badly.
1: Okay. For,
0: uh, having, for my love of music, for speaking proper English and not being into the music that everyone else was into. Mm. so I had just music to it. I would listen to it all day long back in the 90s when music choice first came on cable it's yeah. like a 24 hour um chat, cable channel with nothing but 50s music, 60s music, rock that's what I would listen to wow I, didn't have anything. I was very neglected to put mm-hmm. it mildly so that's all I had was music and my grandmother
1: When you started getting older, did you start to be a little bit of a rebel? Did you start listening to a little more hip hop and other things?
0: Yeah. When I turned 18, I I said, I listen to what I want. I'm grown. You can't make that choice for me. I'll listen to whatever I want. (laughs) And that's how it's been. I was always the the rebel, the black sheep. Uh That's why Adam raised a cane, identified, because my mother and my parents were like that. Yeah, They were still like that to this day. So, as I said, certain songs hit different when you hit 35, when you get close to the 40, and it wasn't until 38 that I said, hey, that song was about me too.
1: <laughs> you know, one of the things that Bruce has been very vocal about, and he talked about how excited he was to do the Super Bowl, because he always wanted his music to be embraced by a wide circle of an audience um not just you know east coast white kids just everything because you know he grew up in a time where he listened to a little bit of everything um and so it is it is very you know and and i think clarence has made that joke right like the times there'd be more black people on stage you know, for the E Street Band when they had yeah. the horn section than there is in the audience. Um, it, but you've just loved Bruce your whole life. When, when do you, do you remember the first time you started hearing his music? The summer of 1987. And, and what, what spoke, what, why at that or young age, what about it made you go, hey, wait a minute, this is something that's pretty special.
0: I was always attuned to the spiritual, to music. I don't remember too much from that time period due to the bad stuff that was going on. But that's the one thing I remember was listening to the river when I was four years old. I don't remember much, sadly, due to Mm -hmm. the abuse that went on during that time. But I do remember listening to the river, the whole thing. (laughs) That's, Mm -hmm. that's music and what happened to me, it was intertwined because it helped me to deal with it all these years. Even to this day, i blast Bruce's music every single day. Oh, not all day, but it was more therapy for me. But then as I got older, I began to understand his music more and more. And when I hit 35, even more. And now at 38, even deeper appreciation. Yes.
1: Now, um, you um, you currently work in the music business, right?
0: Yeah, I... Tell me I, a little
1: bit about this.
0: I came, I came on with Stardust Recording Studio in late 2018. I had just gotten out of abusive relationship. I literally had to flee for my life from mm. Long Island in the middle of the night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And eventually, I went to Harlem and I spoke spoken to Marino Frost back in 2017, but it wasn't until a year later that I actually started working with him. Yeah. I met with him on november 5th 2018 and i've been with him ever since i i assist him with his songs he I, it's like i'm a jack of all trades right i do a little bit of everything he taught me how to play the bass finally okay is, i bought my own bass last year but it wasn't mm-hmm. until this you yeah, have really it like, because i have a lot of health issues which make it kind of difficult to do most of anything yeah yeah so, so
1: so you you just you're as you mentioned just uh to quote the Springsteen scene lyric here jack of all trades right and we'll get yeah, it yeah because
0: with moreno is everything this it's a jack of all trades i do a little bit of everything yeah I basically in many ways help him run the studio and run his nonprofit attached to it.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm basically every executive director and everything, but name.
1: Okay. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Um,
0: so have you had a chance to see Bruce perform live? Only once. And that was Springsteen on Broadway because with the type of background that many people like me have survival was more important.
1: Sure. Absolutely. I,
0: concert, I hate to say it, but no, it's I, true. I was in danger because my mother was abusive. She kept on trying to come after me and all sorts of horrible stuff. I had to wait until I was stable and away from that side of the family completely, which is what happened three years ago. I now yeah. live about half a block away from the studio. Yeah. believe it or not. <laughs> So everything is good. And I said, now is the time I saw, see him in person and I was not disappointed.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you see him during the original run or this last run?
0: This last one. Mm-hmm. I missed the last run okay. because that was when I left the abusive relationship. Sure. It was like at the very end and I couldn't make it cause I was in a, a terrible mess and it just wasn't the right time.
1: Yeah. Did, um, so you were able to go this last time and get to see him and kind of enjoy that experience. Talk to me a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I I could not take my eyes off of him the whole entire two hours. Due to being on a spectrum, I can't sit still for very long, but I sat there so still. I had to pinch myself to make sure I was still alive because I was so enamored by his talent, his wit. Yeah. Yeah. I never m- know any other musician like him. And in the group, Facebook groups that I'm a part of, everyone says the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, um, you know. Um, and my,
0: pa- my family's from New Jersey too.
1: Yeah. Uh, Flynn McLean, who from the, um, you know, None But The Brave podcast is the one who reached out to me and said, you know, I think, I, I think she would be a good guest. I I think let's, let's, you should reach out to her. And so I'm so glad you did. Um, I often ask this question, uh, but I, I I think you're going to have a little bit of a different perspective, Kimba that I often talk about songs that mean a lot to you that, that have helped you Um, with, with you being on the spectrum and having an, a, an abusive and a destructive relationship with a lot of your families talk to me about songs that that have given you strength and given you comfort over the years
0: well i remember streets of philadelphia we all all the kids i was living in east new east brooklyn east new york at the time that meant so much to me because that part of Brooklyn where I lived that in Fort Greene, a lot of people that died of AIDS, HIV. One of my yeah. friends lives in um, Nassau County, has HIV. Um, yeah. I had another family member. One of my cousin's fathers died of HIV AIDS when we were kids. Right. So it, that really hit home to me. Yeah. And then as I got older, um, fade away, uh, worlds apart. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a spiritual person, not like m- many of his spiritual songs, which is yeah. part that really did help me. Yeah. And paradise. Because 9 11, I was living in Fort Greene. Mm. Fort Greene is like a mile over a mile away from the time we saw the towers burned from the bus stop.
1: I'm
0: mm. coming Barry Park. We saw all those people walk over the Manhattan Bridge covered in ash it was so that's why i mentioned the rising as well because yeah. i was there i was on the roof of 24 monument walk watching the watching the towers burn all you could see was ash for it looked like an apocalyptic nightmare yeah mm-hmm. yeah i like
1: I, the whole i
0: like right. the whole rising so but the rising was especially poignant um not poor what's that word i can't pronounce it very well Do to speech, but it it was very impactful to me because i saw those people rent i didn't know if it was a man or a woman, so much ash was on them
1: yeah
0: yeah that oh. re, that album stuck out so much especially the song the rising yeah even though i i like uh, his, uh, his other music, like magic um and several others that The Rising really stood out to me because I, I saw what went on on 9-11.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, going back to Beyond Broadway, is there anything, and, and it's easy to say all of it, but was there specific things that that kind of spoke to you, you know, as you're watching this going, You know, that was, it was really good to see that. Like for me, seeing The Wish live was something pretty amazing to me because I, that was on my wish list of songs to see and to hear him talking about his mother and his mother's Alzheimer's was pretty significant.
0: Yeah, that kind of, that, that hurt as well because my grandmother had Alzheimer's. We didn't know it until much later, but yeah, she was 62 years old, so Mm -hmm. That, I appreciated him talking about this because the ramifications of her death are still felt even now. Yeah. We and my mother no longer speak. We mm-hmm. will never speak again. Yeah. And his songs helped to, to power me through that 20 years later.
1: Uh, you know, Kimba, it sounds like you're in a good place right now, though, are, yeah, are you? Yeah,
0: I completely separate from that side of the family. Mm-hmm. that's why I mentioned Adam raised the cane when I realized that my mother wasn't worth anything. She was always mean and evil to begin with. I was yeah. out to go. I just didn't want to have anything to do with that side of family cousins on that side of family. I had to go. That's and when good. I did that, that's when the healing began. I have mental health issues as well, yeah, but they're not nowhere near as bad now. Cause I had to separate myself from that side of the family in order to get better.
1: What what do you think is what? Why do you tell me a little bit about that journey? What what gave you the strength to finally make that tough choice and to move forward, Kimba?
0: I remember over the years, my doctors were telling me what your mental health issue wasn't a chemical imbalance. It didn't start out that it was more the psychological part. I didn't understand until I had to flee from my life three years ago. And I realized Mm. those medications would never work. Even if I were to, even if I were to take them, all of them said they won't work. You have to get out of that situation, clear away, leave them alone. And that's why I'm here where I'm at now. And my grandmother's legacy. She was a nice person. She would have never wanted me to suffer like that. I keep as long as the memory of her is alive in my heart, I'll be fine.
1: That's that's good because she's always there looking after you.
0: Yeah, she is. She she started my love of music.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides Bruce, who are some of your other favorite musicians?
0: Um, Aerosmith, Little Anthony and the Imperials. Sure. Bulky rock. That's what I listened to as a kid. Yeah. I was a weirdo for that's how it was in the, in the projects in New uh-huh. York. If you listen to anything other than rap or hip hop, you were weird. Yeah, sure. I also listened to Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, ACDC, Nirvana, Gin Blossoms. I listened um the Cranberries, the Pretenders. And I could go on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um,
1: have you, now that you're in a safe place, have you been able to go to see uh, more live music and kind of expand that?
0: Um, Not really, because I've been so busy at the studio. Yeah. Like, I know anybody in the music, musicians' hours. Yes. Said, so, so, two words, musicians' hours. They're so yes. weird. I didn't understand them until I was in it. I'm like, I've seen one other live concert performers with the UN Symphony Orchestra two years ago. Okay. Marina Frost. They've been friends. The director and Marina have been friends for twenty eight years, going on twenty nine years. Mm-hmm. He was the one who fixed my um, MacBook for free.
1: Okay. Did what? What do you got planned in the future? What's next? What What do you want to do next?
0: I want to become a musician. I had the talent. It was there. Mm -hmm. But then God took all those abilities away. I don't Mm -hmm. really like getting to it, but my mother was a nasty person and all all that. I was like, what happened to that talent? And and it took me until 38 to realize it was for my own safety. Yeah. I would have been exploited and worse. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm safe, I can pretty much do whatever I want when it comes to music. Okay. Cross-setting is the inclination was already there. It just had to be put, suppressed until there was a time where it was safe enough for me to pursue what I wanted. Yeah. And yep. is that
1: that's what you want next?
0: Yeah. I was playing the piano, the violin, and then 95 bye bye mm-hmm. for the next 20 something years.
1: Yeah.
0: Now I'm at a studio, I can I'm pretty much by myself during the day. I go there early just to practice because I have the place to myself.
1: <laughs> oh good, good.
0: Yeah, like I have the studio to myself.
1: Are you are you are you messing around with writing and arranging? Yeah. Talk to tell me a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, I'm more focused on actual playing, but in order to get really good, I have to know the technical side, which is never my forte. But yeah. Something that I'm learning on my own. YouTube works wonders. I'm learning stuff that I never learned as a kid when I was singing in the choir.
1: Yeah,
0: I never, I never learned any. Hardly. They taught us music theory in in public school. They taught us how to write sheet music, literally write the notes and everything. They don't do that in schools anymore, and I had to relearn that because I had forgotten it. Yeah. So I'm learning. Stuff that I was learning in in on um, public school, like first, second, third grade.
1: Yeah. What um, what if we're talking? If I'm meeting with you a year from now, where where do you want to be?
0: Um. Hopefully, more proficient in, 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 with music. Yeah. Um. Becoming a, a songwriter. I've looked into that as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I maybe eventually start my own home studio setup and become a DJ like I wanted to. Okay. Because we have we have we have good friends at the Guitar Center in Long Island City, so yeah. I'm good when it comes to equipment. Mm-hmm. I'm good. That's what I want to pursue, but I have a lot of significant health issues, so yeah. I really have to pace myself.
1: Hmm
0: it would have been achieved short um earlier but i have to think about my health first
1: sure absolutely we all need to do that
0: and um, i wasn't doing that i wasn't doing that i ballooned up to like almost 700 pounds mm. now i'm like 242 but my knees took a hit badly
1: yeah sure <laughs> so, um as someone who's i've fought weight my whole life i feel you and uh and i you know and i I, I'm sending you good thoughts. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so let's um, Bruce is going to tour again hopefully in 2022 and you're going to go get a chance to see him. What What are songs that you want to hear him play that you didn't get to hear on Broadway?
0: Um, Janie Needs a Shooter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The Rising, um, Letter to You, yeah, pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: what did you think of Western Stars and Letter to You?
0: Oh, I was playing Western Stars on a repeat every day for about a year. <laughs> yeah, I, and I still do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's um, it it's it's pretty amazing, you know. And as I talk about this late in his career him doing this much right like he he is so um still prolific and still making significant mu- music it's yeah. it's pretty impressive
0: that's good very, I was impressed with the song western star it has that Roy Orbison country type of feel. I love I liked Roy Orbison growing up as well
1: yeah absolutely what what else would you like my audience to know, Zia? What else? Yeah. What else would you if if you have a chance to share with you know other fans and, and what would you want to tell them?
0: Um I also make my own jewelry. Yeah. As my family, I'm like a third generation craftswoman. Mm-hmm. So I make my own bracelets, um, greeting cards because oh, I, I was a web, desi- web designer for several years before I put it on ice due to having a kid. I just didn't have the time or energy to pursue it anymore. Yeah. I also make my own graphics or improve on graphics of others and make them my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I collect coins. I'm beginning to collect silver and gold. Okay. Just my little, little stash, just in case things go south. <laughs>
1: hmm
0: Because I'm always, I'm always prepping for something, whether yeah. it be an emergency. I guess that's a throwback to what was going on in my life for a yeah. long. I may or may not move back to New Jersey. May or yeah. may not. I don't know. Okay. Because i was living there not for long, and I ended up going back. hmm so I said, once I go back, maybe I'll pursue the DJ route because here yeah. in New York, due to COVID, all my, all my, um, flea market gigs that canceled because that's what I was doing, selling my stuff at flea markets. And that went out the window. Yeah. So I make pretty much anything that's creative. I'm a creative person. I've always been like that. I could yeah. go on and on and on about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That that is that's great. I mean that's 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 so um, and also inspiring. one other thing. Sure.
0: My mom didn't teach me how to walk, she didn't teach me how to talk. I had to learn mm. on my own, like a deaf person does. Lit mm. read, reading. So that's why I have speech issues now. Yeah, I got speech therapy, but I basically talked myself. Wow. Because nobody was there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm like if I can do that, I can set my mind to anything.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm
0: still on the spectrum, but it's like almost non existent. It's still there. Yeah. But not much anymore because I learned other ways to cope and to work with what I had and what I didn't have.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can hear that. Um, yeah. All right. Um, time for the Mary question um i ask everyone this on the show um jay armstrong who is an honors english teacher that um is in the philadelphia area he started this he's the one who gave me the question he would have his honors english people uh, as seniors would study thunder road and look at the Um, lyrics and talk about the themes of the song and at the end of the two days he would ask the question does mary get in the car so that's your question kimba does mary get in the car at the end of thunder road
0: yes she does i had a chance to listen to the the lyrics yes he didn't want to stay in in that town where the narrator was
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: she wanted to get out, if even just for a night. Because I, right before I got on here, I looked at, I have a a little A Z lyrics. I was looking at the lyrics, and I believe she got into the car. I don't think okay. she wanted to stay there.
1: Okay. What? Um, I very well. If someone wants to reach you, what's the best way to do it?
0: Um, through um Twitter. Okay. Yes.
1: All right, and uh, your and your Twitter account is at Kimba underscore Maria underscore New Jersey, right? Yes. All right, very good, Kimba. Thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself and visiting with me. I, I appreciate okay. it. I I wish you. Um, I I just congratulate you on your journey and for making these tough decisions and and putting yourself first and saving yourself. Uh, I am so glad that um, Bruce's music, and I hope that the the extended Springsteen fandom family has helped give you strength. I know we all are thinking good thoughts for you and wishing you the best. Yeah. Any... um. Anything you want to share in conclusion? Anyone you want to thank or anyone you want to talk about?
0: Well, my grandmother, she she started it all. She was born March 24th, 1939, passed on December 18th of 2001 at 62. Even though she's been gone physically, her legacy that she left when it comes to music will always remain. Always, I'll never forget those first 18 years that she taught me what life was. I didn't understand until I got almost 40, but Mm -hmm. I have to thank her for being here today. It wouldn't, I wouldn't have never happened without her.
1: Mm -hmm. This is um, well said. Very, very well said. I appreciate it. Uh, Kimba, please, please, thank you so much for sharing and talking. Listeners, you go out, get your vaccine. Go, uh, remember to wear your mask. Let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, Kimba. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Seth Lessing Bruce has a Patreon page where you can offer to donate anything from a dollar a month up to whatever amount you want thanks to the wonderful people who support the podcast through patreon i'm able to cover the cost of the zoom recordings and the hosting of the podcast putting it out things like that so thank you to holly mac Steve Rogers, Dale Hosack, Terry Smith, Anna Lynn, Chris Bloom, Mary Thomas, Alex Simulta, Andrew Goddard, Betsy Hodges, Levi Petrie, Stephen Malio. Each of you are my Springsteen siblings. You are my angels and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for all your support and love. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only Set and Bruce. The theme for Set and Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by
2: permission.